Coming up next on The Voice of Alabama Politics, Chairman Lathan steps down for the Republican Party. Also, the V-Team takes a look at the governor's new gambling study report. And are Mo Brooks and his allies patriots or nut jobs? Maybe just a little screw loose. All this and much, much more coming up next on The V. to the voice of Alabama politics, where we tackle the tough issues so you have the hard facts. I'm joined today by Susan Britt and Josh Moon. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That's right. <laughs> favorite time of year. This, uh, this time of year and beach season. That's my favorite time of year. There you go. Well, I saw the cats frozen in the yard. I figured it was. <laughs> it certainly was looking a lot like Christmas. Well, I, don't, I don't know about the cat. Through there today, not real fast. Hey, I don't know about the cat, but I sure am enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> Little Christmas vacation. That's hey, right. you know, uh, we laugh and and we can because we're all pretty healthy and pretty secure. But a lot of our fellow citizens are not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's going to be a very unhappy Christmas for a lot of people. We have uh, more cases of infection from COVID nineteen, more deaths, Susan, and it just keeps climbing. It's not declining, and now we're going into the probably the busiest season of all. Mm-hmm. And people ha- want to see family. They want to celebrate it's going to be dangerous. Yeah, what we're beginning to see now is a result of Thanksgiving and all the gatherings that happened there, which is what they expected expected the numbers to start surging. We're averaging about 35 deaths per day in Alabama, and death totals are over 4,000, and they're increasing. I mean, we're hitting record highs above what it was this summer, way above, and even hitting records where we're increasing by 65% in COVID cases just in a week. Josh, we shut down the government when we had 50% less going on, and there is nothing that indicates that anything will close now at all because people just don't want it. Yeah, you know, I, I've been very, very critical of, of the governor for not doing more, uh, you know, and, and you know, I, what, what drives me insane is the, the thinking that there are only two options, uh, doing nothing or, you know, a complete shutdown of things. And, and that's, that's not reality. You know, we, we've studied this virus now for, for many months and we know, uh, for example, schools, uh, we know that the, the schools, uh, the younger kids, they're not getting infected and they're not spreading it as much as we originally right. thought. So, the, you know, those sorts of adjustments could be made in what we are doing now to be smarter about things and, you know, limiting people uh, in indoor locations, uh, you know, in restaurants and places like that, I, I think would, would go a long way. In, and in addition to that, coupling it with money for these businesses to keep people employed and to keep those doors open yep. once we get out on the other side. 
side of this. I mean, it just drives me insane that we're not doing more to help both the businesses and to keep the people healthy. Well, and that's that we all share that concern. And, you know, as we've said before, Governor Ivey has gone about as far as red state governor can go. And she's gone further than most. I mean, they've only recently been enforcing mask ordinances and things like that. And it's simply, Susan, because the virus, a virus, has been politicized. It absolutely has been politicized. People are refusing to take the vaccine on political grounds. They're refusing to wear their masks on political grounds, which is just insane. We're talking about health reasons here. We're not talking about who's in the White House. Well, you know, the virus, of course, knows no political party. However, one of our reporters pointed out the other day that of sitting legislatures, legislators in Alabama, only Republicans have caught the COVID vaccine. Uh, I, I don't, virus. Huh? Vi- virus, <laughs> virus. Uh, only Republicans have caught it. I don't know. Maybe there's no Democrats reporting that they've caught it, but... Yeah, I, I don't. I, I've not heard of any. Um, you know, I, I know that there have been some deaths uh, in among some family members of some Democrats. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, you're right. I mean, how many how many Republican uh, people have to die out here? You know, uh, before they start to take things seriously. I don't. I just. I don't understand. I don't. I mean, I understand why it got politicized. I do. I mean, it was a complete and utter failure by the Trump administration on the front part of this thing, and so they had to politicize it to to save some face. But I, I don't yeah. understand how, after this number of deaths have taken place, that we can still be talking about whether or not the virus is real. I mean, get out of here. Yeah. Well, as I wrote recently, you know, the uh, magical thinking and conspiracies have dominated this virus, and I and I and I wrote that you know the monster's not under the bed. Mm-hmm. It's not on a computer server in a laboratory in Wuhan, China. It's in people's noses. You know, yeah. that's yeah, where the monster is. It's, I, it's insane. I, I tell you, man, what, what, I'll tell you something else here. They have limited themselves in being able to take credit for what has been a pretty extraordinary accomplishment with this vaccine. Yes. That's taking yes. place. I mean, really, uh, if you look at what took place and the and the way this has gotten out to the public, nobody thought this was possible uh, a few no. months ago, and they've done it now uh, with the help of some private companies. But I mean, but you've limited yourself because now you've told everybody the thing is fake and it's a hoax. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, it, it is it is an amazing feat of science, uh, health science, mm-hmm. and bio biological science. And we, we started getting the vaccine last week on Tuesday. People started to mm-hmm. be inoculated, Susan. Mm-hmm. And it's going pretty well. Uh, we just don't have enough vaccine. No, right now we've got around 40,000 doses coming from Pfizer. That's not enough, of course. But it, at least it's a start uh, that starts getting to your healthcare workers, uh, your, your most at risk. Right. Uh, of course, the Moderna vaccine is coming soon. That mm-hmm. will help alleviate some of the pressure on Pfizer. So, And Josh, that's all really good news. We haven't had any uh, severe side effects here. People mm-hmm. are taking it. They're, they're feeling relief. Uh, but we just learned yesterday uh, that uh, we're not going to get as many in the second round as we thought we were going to get because of snafus in the pipeline government snafus are not allowing states to get as many vaccines as they were promised yeah that's and uh, that's an issue i mean listen this is a tremendous undertaking and so i think that 
you know, I obviously have been a very, uh, very critical of the Trump administration for quite some time. But I, I am, yeah. you know, given what we're doing here in this sort of an unprecedented attempt at, at mass distribution of, of a vaccine in a very short period of time, there was bound to be a few snags, hang ups, things like that. So I would like to see how bad it is before, you know, we go just crazy yeah. in, in this. I, I mean, I, listen, I understand lives are at stake here. I, I do. But, yeah. you know, we're, we're trying to get this thing out to all 50 states in a record amount of time and dealing with private companies and, and shipping companies. And it's, it's going to be it's going to be hard. And there's going to be a few mistakes made along the way. So I, I'd like to see exactly how bad it's going to be before before we go crazy. I can guarantee you if they'd given it to Jeff Bezos, it'd be here on your doorstep. All right. Yeah. We're going to <laughs> we're gonna have to leave it right there. You're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. We'll be right back. for a drive later, maybe. Text some friends while I'm doing it. Scroll through social media. Kill a family four and a head on collision. Cool, man. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. Your career isn't a job. It's a journey. Your next job could lead to bigger things, and you're in charge of how fast and how far you want to go. At alabamaworks.com, you can connect with employers and start working right now. Then chart your path forward with training and career planning tools. That next paycheck is great, but it's only the beginning. Start a great success story at alabamaworks.com. A lot can change in five years. Except those smile lines you treated with Bellafill. Because that's about how long Bellafill will keep them smooth and filled five years. Now you can always look your best without all those injections, appointments, and costs. Bellafill is the only dermal filler that stimulates and maintains collagen growth long-term. Now time is on your side. Alabama politics. Josh, I, I doubt, and I say this with uh, all the sincerity in the world, that there are few people and no journalists that know the gambling issue in Alabama better than you, you do. You have written on it so many times and outlined it in so many ways. When I saw the gambling report that came out from Governor Ivey's uh, gambling study group, I thought, well, Josh Moon, could have authored this report because you have written so much of this over the years. What, what's your initial uh, uh, thoughts? 
if well, they're any. first thing, thank, thank you, and and I don't know this by choice. It was mostly by by uh, by me just kind of falling into it. Uh, but you know, really, there's nothing in there for uh, that that that's a mystery, or there, there's nothing in there that, that was solved by this. Uh, you know, I, I I appreciate the work that they put in. It was a lot of work uh, to go out and talk to all these people, compile it all, put it all into one location. Uh, that'll be helpful going forward. Uh, but none of it is is really a surprise, and we're left in essentially the same position with the same options that we were before. Um, and I don't know that we necessarily gained any real knowledge from things. If you have been paying attention to this gambling fight for for several years, uh, we're we're basically at the same spot. We've, gambling is here in this state. We receive very little tax revenue from any of it, uh, and we need to figure out a way to do something about it because we're losing billions of dollars uh, by not. But I think, you know, and, and I appreciate the, what uh, Mayor Strange and the whole group did mm-hmm. and that go, Governor Ivy commissioned this. reason is because, Susan, if you look at our governors, Bob Riley <coughs> tried to destroy gaming mm-hmm. to help, allegedly help the Choctaw Indians. Among other reasons. Governor uh, uh, Numpty, <laughs> Bentley, uh <laughs> He was too dumb to get anything done. So you get Governor Ivy in here, at least she's going to try to get something done like she has on so many other issues. Put the baby to bed, let's make money off of it and move on. Right. I mean, what they come back with is essentially, you know, leave it the way it is, which the state makes no money. Make it totally illegal, which they're not gonna do. Open it wide open, which they're not going to do. But then option four looks pretty good. That's, you know, it, it leave the the bingo things in place. Uh, let's do some VTLs. Let's, you know, have some paramutual betting and maybe some sports book. What do you think? Well, look, it's, <laughs> let me tell you what's going to happen. All right. What's going to happen is whatever the people who own uh, Victory Land and Green Track and the Porch Creek Indians come to the table and decide it's going to happen. All right? That's, that's what's going to happen. That's what's always going to happen, uh, what was going to happen. And that's what's going to happen going forward from this. It's if if those entities can get together, and I think they're close to doing that. I think they're close to, to doing that deal. There, there's been a renewed effort to kind of get on the same page and put something together uh, for the good of their businesses and for the good of the state. Um, and, you know, there are no bad guys uh, involved in this thing here. I think everybody's trying to look out for their own interests, certainly. But I think that we're going forward, that's what's going to happen. It's, I mean, it's that simple. It, it just doesn't change anything. You know, I mean, maybe it, maybe the report makes it more palatable for lawmakers to get behind. But at the end of the day, this is what we're going to do. Well, I think the thing for me that I, I find that's good is that they are talking and that this will give Governor Ivey comfort because mm-hmm. when she gets behind things, things happen. And I think yeah. that's what this was for. Mm-hmm. I think it was to give her a level of comfort in doing what needed to be done. And if well, that's the case, I think we're, it's a good thing. Yeah, I, and I'll say this too. You know, there's one thing that's included in that, and that's a public survey that they, they did. Uh, and yeah. that public survey uh, revealed that pretty much... Uh, Gambling is favorable to the majority of people, no matter what you propose. I mean, 51% wanted all out uh, sports wagering, including all yeah. out casinos and everything else. So, yeah. I mean, it, when you're talking about those sorts of numbers, it's, it's really not a, a, a losing situation if you're a politician here now. Mm-hmm. You have the money no, on the table. You have the support yeah. for the people. Do the damn thing. Yeah. 
All right, well, I want to get to something that is popular probably here in Alabama, but not around the, around the country, and we're starting to look like some third world Guatemalan hellhole, uh, <laughs> is that Congressman Mo Brooks from Alabama has come up with a scheme where he's going to try to overturn the election mm -hmm. of Joe Biden and mm -hmm. Kamala Harris in favor of President Trump, President Pence, even though the Electoral College has been certified, I mean, the, the vote states have been certified, the Electoral College has met, the only step left is for the Congress uh, to certify these votes. But Josh, nationally, he is a laughing stock here at home. A lot of people are behind him. But to me, this is not patriotic. To me, it is unpatriotic to try to turn overturn the will of the people. Yeah, well, it's, you know, kind of a, uh, you know, a loser mentality, you know. I mean, if you can't take the losses, then, you know, don't play the game. And uh, and that's what we're talking about here. We're, we're basically talking about a bunch of sore losers uh, that, I mean, th there's no there's no evidence of any fraud. There's no right. evidence that something was, was done wrong. They've adjudicated all of these allegations many, many times in court. Uh, and so here's Mo Brooks, who just can't take losing. Uh, and and it's basically a moron. And so you combine not being able to take losing with being a moron, and this is what you get. So, Susan, there are reports that Tommy Tuberville, the senator-elect from Alabama, is wanting to be a senator who would support this move to usurp the election mm -hmm. and that he thinks it's a good idea. Now, none of this is, it's quixotic. <coughs> it's quixotic and it's lunacy, but they want to take these outrageous stands. They do, and you know, Tuberville is—he made an allusion to that uh, in a speech this week. I mean, come on, guys, we see through you. You're playing to the base, all right? We yeah. get it. You're simply playing to the base in Alabama, but you're making Alabama look like a bunch of idiots. Well, I'm going to say something that uh, you know is going to go over the head to most, uh, not most of these lunatics. But Cicero said, if you don't know who Cicero was, he wasn't a serial huckster. But Cicero said, if you have to have a republic, you have to have laws. If you don't have laws, you don't have a republic. One Republican said to me, well, you can't prove that there wasn't fraud. Well, I said, we don't have to prove there wasn't fraud. You have to prove there was fraud. That's the way the law works. You, can't, you know, but yeah. it's insanity. Georgia recounted three times. Yeah. Uh, again, sore loser, moron. Combine those things, you get bad results. Yeah, well, there you go. All right, you're watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Send your hate mail, J-Moon. <laughs> <laughs>
To give, please call 323-5878 or visit jimmyhalemission.com today. Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Welcome back to The V, the voice of Alabama politics. Susan, this week, uh, the chair of the Alabama Republican Party, Terry Lathan, announced that she is retiring. She said she will still be involved in the party, but not in the capacity as chair. <clears throat> if I think the Republicans were lucky to have her. I think if you're a Republican, you have to admit she's done a good job. She's won elections. She's grown the party. She, they have a significant war chest. She is stepping down. She is stepping down. Uh, Terry's been there a long time, a really long time. And she's gone on out of high enough. She delivered Alabama for Trump. Uh, she got uh, Tuberville elected. So now's, and she's had some really good elections in her time served. So that was, now's a good time. Josh, I think it's a good thing she's retiring for the Democrats. <laughs> eh, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, honestly, it's at this point, it's it's a machine that's kind of rolling along there. It's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, when uh, you had the, the, the Bulls teams of the 90s, uh, you know, pretty much anybody could have coached Michael Jordan and those guys. You know what I mean? And, and so, yeah. uh, listen, I, I'm, I'll miss Terry Lathan's crazy rants on, on Twitter and Facebook, but, uh, you know, I'm sure she'll still be around. Oh, yeah. Well, we wish her all the best, and uh, we're, we're thankful for her work in the, here in the state. Uh, one of the things that uh, we received a survey this week uh, from NFIB, Promote Small Business. Mm -hmm. Their survey says that basically one in four businesses, Josh, will close unless there is more help from the federal government. It looks like we're heading in the right direction on that, but who knows? businesses are in trouble here in Alabama and across the nation. Yeah, uh, it would have been nice if uh, if there had been more help long before now. Uh, if yeah. only there had been an entity out there that was willing to put forth a bill that had maybe been sitting on the uh, Republican leader's desk for the last five months. I don't know. Uh, but, you know, uh, listen, uh, we everybody needs help. I mean, you know, the people need help. Workers need help. Uh, Health care workers, the states and local governments need help. Uh, you know, small businesses need help in a, in a re-up of, of those loans. Uh, you know, I, I don't understand what has been taking place and why they've been dragging their feet on this. Uh, but, you know, we're we're hopefully inching closer to it. And we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's important that we, we get these loans out there, Susan. Uh, you know, one of the things that Governor Ivey uh, last month put out another $200 million Mm -hmm. for grants for businesses that were affected by COVID-19 that more than people have applied for those grants more than there is the 200 million and so it's really becoming a very desperate situation for people to keep their businesses going yes it is I mean I can understand it uh, as a small business owner we we understand exactly what people yeah. are going through we're very lucky uh, we're not affected by 
you know, the mask ordinance where you can't go in restaurants or in small boutiques and stuff. And I just can't imagine how much those folks are suffering. I mean, our reporters go out, they're very, very cognizant to keep themselves safe and the people around them safe. You know, we've had to close our studio because there's no way to social di distance mm -hmm. in a studio. But we've been uh, fortunate enough that uh, no one on our staff has lost their job or been furloughed or anything like that. Right. Everybody can't say that. Uh, Wait a minute, you know, I thought y'all told me I was furloughed. Oh, oh yeah, um. well, uh, you did, well, I, I, <laughs> didn't, I didn't get the memo. But you know, no, the I'm thing kidding. is- no, you're right. We, as I've told people a lot of, lot of times, we're very, very lucky uh, here, and yeah. uh, and I'm very lucky to, to be working with y'all, and uh, and it's a, uh, it's it's a shame. Listen, it, you you know, I mean, my family ran ran a small business for years. That's it's you know that's what we did, um, and you know what you put into that. Uh, you know, if you've ever done it, you know how, yeah. how much effort and time and, and heart kind of goes into that sort of thing uh, and how crushing it can be to, to lose it or to think you're going to lose it. Uh, yeah. And so I, th when people are asking for this money, uh, there, there's a mindset that people are asking for handouts or something like that. And, and it's not the case. They're, they're asking to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's looking for a handout. They're looking for a leg up. As we mm -hmm. say, and you got to remember, most of the businesses in Alabama are small businesses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's yeah. that's a big crush to our economy yeah. if they start closing. And the thing is, you know, like most of us try to shop local, but you know, if you if you don't have that, if you don't have, you can't operate. You can't yeah. spend money. Other people lose their job. It's not just it's it is a trickle down effect mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. everybody. And, you know, no, that's the only thing uh, like that trickles a, down is misery. Uh, you know, yeah. the, the economy, <laughs> if you lift it from the bottom, you can, you can lift it up and, uh, yeah. and it'll trickle up. But, you know, yeah. you, you've got to get money into the hands of people and into the hand of these Absolutely. businesses in, in a hurry. That's right. That's right. And, you know, that that is one of the things one of the things that I have. And, and, and you know, uh, Alabama power takes a lot of uh, grief for various different things. Every good every good uh, environmental story needs a boogeyman. And so. They usually try to make Alabama power that. But I, I know that recently uh, they participated in a grant program uh, that supports Hispanic communities and Hispanic economic empowerment. And I thought, Susan, this is the kind of corporate uh, community involvement that we need to see more of from, mm -hmm. from these large companies who can make these things available because people of color, uh, had been hit disproportionately by this disease. Right. And so giving them an opportunity uh, to train people, to make micro, you know, this is a really good thing, right? It is a good thing. And if other, if other of the big six, big seven, would help participate and maybe come together as a coalition in these times and put forth these grants to help folks, I think it would really be a grand thing for Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I mean, corporate yeah. corporate welfare is one thing I'm against, but corporate philanthropy, I'm all for. Yeah, well, and you know, and, and in the Hispanic community, especially right now, because you know, uh, the Hispanic community is they're they're fearful of, of the government, you know, and with good cause, especially over the last mm -hmm. four years, um, and, and so they often don't come forward, even when they're eligible for programs through right. the government, they don't come forward and take advantage of those mm -hmm. things. You know, while their tax dollars have propped us up in this state for for many years now, uh, they all, they don't take back. Uh, in, in a lot of ways. And so I think that's something that, that you know, that, that is really, really good and really helpful for a community that is desperately in need of it. 
Well, the Hispanic Interest Coalition of Alabama is the group that, that Alabama Power is working with. If you go to their webpage, they're doing some, some very, very good work. They're very good work. Uh, there's a lot of people out here working to help other folks, and, and we want to commend those people, whether they're corporations or your next-door neighbor. We're thankful for your contribution during these tough times. You've been watching The V, the voice of Alabama politics. You watch us because we watch them. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.